Hello everyone, this is Lelo B and welcome to a bonus episode of the Night's Watch. Um, today, it's still, it's still about um, episode 3 of um, season 8. I've just been enjoying getting feedback from friends of the show that have been listening. So I thought, why not actually share some of the feedback? Because I particularly like what um, Mutua Mateka from Nairobi, uh, what, she, what he said about, about um, our episode. And I thought it would be nice if I actually shared with you guys because he actually challenged everything that we agreed on in the last episode so i was with tula uh, tabang and um, and we all talked about how we we expected certain people to die and we were disappointed that the episode was not as devastating we also spoke about the lighting well tula and i complained a bit about the lighting but tabang actually liked the lighting um, and a lot of other game of thrones fans were complaining on social media about the lighting so Mutua had very interesting uh, and very funny <laughs> comments about why the episode turned out the way it did. And I liked, I particularly liked what he said about the fact that we were expecting people to die and that did not happen because the writers or the creators of the show know that we are expecting it and then because that's been the, the the DNA of the show that they shock us with with killing key key characters so he says because that's what we expected they shocked us by not actually having any key people die so in in a way they played us so yeah I would like you guys to listen to <laughs> to what he has to say it's very interesting here it is Now, Lelo Kwanza, you especially should know, as you're there complaining about that the fact that the Night King is dead, now you'll be bored. This is called Game of Thrones, not Game of White Walkers. Aya. Not Game of Night Kings. Game of Thrones. It's about the Iron Throne. The Night King was just that thing on the side that we go through. But that's just one. Let me compose the other... <laughs> disagreements with you <laughs> now I'm not saying the episode was perfect but listen this episode was so good it was everything and then when these guys when they break down you know HBO does this video where they break down the episode that they've just done and kind of explain what they were trying to achieve with the music with what um, with the different scenes and one of the things that i really loved they said that in this episode it was like divided into several acts it was not just going to be all action 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 people dying left right and center they actually did say that when you just keep killing people on screen continuously for like 20 episodes i mean 20 minutes 30 minutes people suddenly become very desensitized and then the deaths stop meaning anything you just want people to die because you want them to die and this episode they say they made it like different genres of movies so the beginning all that silence and the darkness was supposed to be like a suspense movie and i think they achieved that beautifully where everyone we're seeing the hands we're seeing the darkness it's just quiet 
nothing is happening it was so suspenseful and then when the <laughs> when the dothraki ran i don't let me tell you this dothraki what were they doing i don't know what they were thinking then they just ran i think that when melisandre lit up their swords they were like ah we can't die our swords on fire my goodness let us go and then the they're into darkness like who runs into darkness like what is wrong with this dothraki but then that's exactly what i expect from those dothraki guys and that's why they died that's why that's how um was he called drogo that's how he died like picking that fight and then when he was cut on his shoulder and then you such a brave warrior and then you just die from a booboo which again was very unexpected which is classic game of thrones so they run into the darkness then they all die like for me i was like this is going to be a mess but then there's another act there was an action part where there was just like an action movie where it's just action 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 then there was like a horror movie sequence if you realized when aria was in that was it library or something that was like a horror movie like with the swords of the dead just scratching on the floor the music everything the way everything was slow when you think about that was a horror movie so i really think in one episode we got so so much we got the points where you get up and you're cheering people we got the points where you're quiet and your heart is not even beating we got the points where something happens and you jump up and you're like yes yes we got all of that and listen don't be hating on that and where the dragons were in the sky that was such a beautiful scene such a beautiful scene there are things that i want to that you guys complain complained about that i want that i think i would like to explain from my point of view first of all the darkness anyone and i've kept saying this anyone who's complained about how dark the episode is should just buy a better tv <laughs> but here's the thing i think this episode and even that first episode you remember episode one when they went into that castle where the boy was stuck on the wall and it was so dark i think it needed to be that dark like tv i know it has created a certain expectation to us but it was that dark it's a place no i mean imagine a castle where there's no lights there's no fires nothing it just and the night king has just passed by and everyone is dead do you know how airy that was because of how dark it is you even feel more airy like that light we're looking for light to give us hope nothing that darkness was extremely airy and it worked with this battle you see that darkness when this when john and Daenerys fly and then they see the white walkers at the edge of the forest and john is like come they are here let me go down and get them and then they raise that storm you know that feeling of confusion if you felt confused while john was flying into that storm then it worked because that's what that's the idea i think that thing it makes you feel like you're in there it raises your heartbeat you feel like you're confused and that's exactly how you're supposed to feel because it's a show they brought us into it and i think it's good that you guys that most guys are this angry because it means that you're truly into it that darkness the way they shot and if you see even in the shooting that 
episode started with darkness and like a blue like a blue color 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 tone does that make sense even the moon was not yet out it was just dark 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 and blue which was brilliant until when the swords were lit and then we started getting that orange into the thing and then when the war was going on it was dark and yes we couldn't see everything that was happening but that's exactly how someone who was fighting in that war was feeling i think that's how they were feeling like just running through darkness you can't see anything like by the i was just asking myself how are these people even fighting they can't see nothing that's the point the night king brings the storm and he brings the night he doesn't bring light he's not trying to come so that you guys can see he's coming to make sure it's dark so that he kills all of you let's talk about bran bran yes i understand that i mean he did he seemingly did nothing because i don't know what could he have done your friend over there in studio was saying oh he could have entered people and then fought he enters one person to fight how many dead he's not even a fighter he doesn't know how to fight basically if you control someone and you can't fight the person you've controlled can't fight so really him taking control of someone will have been useless yes maybe they should have shown us what is he doing out there that i feel hopefully they explain that because i'm also hanging there um them telling us what the night king wants i'm also hanging i would love to know because everything that we have is speculations but according to things that i've read online the night king was created by those forest people right and they created the night king to protect them against the first men the night king did not want to be created to do this so the theory is that the night king is against what is he against is against the living now i don't know why specifically he's against the three-eyed raven because in this case bran is not bran bran is the three-eyed driven i don't know what beef specifically the night king has with the three-eyed driven but i'm going to hopefully hopefully it gets told to us but i don't know we'll see we'll see now sam you guys are mad at sam because he fought sam sam choosing to fight as opposed to go to the crypts is not surprising to me I mean he has I think he has pressure. Sam doesn't fight because he's not afraid. He doesn't fight because he's brave. He fights despite the fear that he has. And if you watch closely you'll see a scene where they focused on him. The fact that how he was breathing, how he was shaking, how he was deathly afraid of being there. Even the last point when he looks at John when he's lying there and he's just crying. Let me tell you the fact that Sam killed quite a number of whites you guys should be congratulating him not saying he should be in the crypts crypts doing what some had to be <laughs> i think some had to be brave and that's the only way that he knew that he could be brave that other um guy who was killed trying to save some that guy should have i mean yeah he should die he should have died so it's fine i don't miss him <laughs> i don't miss him but talking about more main characters should have died maybe but we don't write the show 
been shocked for whatever reason. We have gotten used to being shocked for people dying. I think it's about time that we get shocked that people are alive. Also, we might have built up this show too much in our heads that now we are seeing ourselves as the writers and that so far is you know bothering me about people talking about this show i am at a point where with this show i'm willing to just be amazed i'm willing for them to just shock me with the way they write it but i love the episode i absolutely love this episode absolutely like i went through all the emotions i loved it and aria oh my goodness aria freaking stuck that was fire i have nothing like we can't say anything about that and i don't think the stacks have been made the superstars in this in fact if anything well i guess if you look at it as a stack family if anything almost everyone expected that john snow would kill the night king i know i did but when aria did it i was so pleasantly surprised and amazed and i'm so happy that she did it i was just afraid that she would die when she killed him by the way i got up and like i got up and i was i was i was just i was clapping it was brilliant i'm glad that someone else also was a hero because i mean game of thrones has never been a show about just one person being a hero just one person being a villain i mean now of course there's just one villain sassy left but i think the show can follow so many arcs and i'm glad that was aria who killed the night king it feels it feels apt it also feels apt that it was a stack because remember if i look at it this way where i say winterfell is like the last defense after the wall is the last place where you can bring an army and fight the dead so i think for that purpose only it makes sense like i'm not mad that it's a stack who killed the night king like i feel that's full circle but oh my goodness how about theon like theon oh, i feel like theon was a hero and as much as your friend over there is saying like um the stacks deserved whatever that's not what this is about this is about theon don't take it away from theon theon's character has been good he made bad decisions he went through hell for those decisions and i think theon was looking for i think theon even came back to winterfell because he in his heart he wanted to know that he's been forgiven and all is well and him getting that from bran i think meant everything for him even if it didn't mean mean anything for any other viewer for him as a character that meant a lot and by he died like he died well he died gloriously and how many like he killed so many of those whites that i was like yay yay theon like theon was a hero and i was so happy about his heroics do i have anything i don't think i have anything more i'm i yeah i'm done <laughs> i'm sorry if i'm just ranting like i was listening and i'm like ah guys also also and i fight about this with a friend of mine who read the books and i haven't read the books but i keep telling her look forget the books these are not the books this is the series anything that happened don't be a snob don't snob on us anything that happened in the books forget forget it that whole thing about the prophecy of sidri azura whoever forget it those prophecies were not made for us in the show and when melisandra made that those prophecies in the past like with i forgot in that king who she thought was the one and then 
she thought it was Daenerys and Jon Snow, and then it ended up being Arya. I think she even even she realized that she made a mistake because remember she said prophecies can be fickle or something. <laughs> Wow, okay, that was very interesting to listen to. So we hear you, Mutua. We need to buy new TVs. The Night King is not here for entertainment. Drag us, brother, drag us. <laughs> so I do hear what Mutua is talking about when he says um, Sam, um, well, did something, I guess, in the fight. And I guess he's right about how fearful Sam was. I mean, he was really, really scared. And unlike Tyrion, who wanted to to go and fight because he felt like I've been in a fight before, I've done one, two, three. Sam wasn't there because he felt brave. He was there because he felt like it was something that he needed to do. But I still, I think I, I got frustrated with the fact that now all these people that were supposed to be busy fighting off the whites were now spending time or wasting time trying to save Sam. So I think that was my biggest frustration with Sam being in, in there instead of, of the crypt. So, you know, when, when Mutua was talking about uh, Sam, I also remembered that moment where John saw Sam fighting off the whites. And I thought it was very uncharacteristic for John to not go to Sam's rescue. He always is the rescuer. But I guess in that moment, there was a bigger fight that he needed to attend to. He needed to get to Bran and then save mankind from, from the Night King. So Mutua also mentioned um, the fact that we all expected Jon Snow to be the one. Yes, we all expected him to be the one who kills the Night King because we, he knows the Night King better than anyone in, in, in that place. So it was very interesting. And I think it was beautiful that Arya ended up being the one. It was really a shocker. Like, I mean, Game of Thrones is known for shocking us. So that was one of those things that also shocked us, that it ended up being Arya rather than Jon Snow. And I was listening to um, the, the, the producers of the show talking about the fact that they've known for three years that it was going to be Arya that ends up killing the Night King and not uh, Jon Snow. And I guess it explains all the years that uh, of, of the, the years of training that she went through in, in, in Bravos. And, I, and I'm thinking back now to the, the voice note that we had a couple of weeks ago from Kaya Ranga, where he said <laughs> that it was boring uh, for, for, for him to watch um, um, Arya all those years, you know, being training and all of that. But now I guess it does make sense for, for all of us. You know, when when I'm thinking of the Night King and Jon Snow, I also wonder, guys, am I the only one who thinks the Night King was just never interested in doing anything to Jon? Um, if you think back to that episode in season seven, when Jon and his, and his friends were surrounded by, when they went beyond the wall and almost froze to death, remember that ice scene where the walkers couldn't cross to them because of the ice? Um, why did the Night King not throw whatever he threw to the dragon? Why did he not throw it to John and, and them to kill them? I kind of feel like he's had so many opportunities to do something to Jon Snow, but he's just never wanted to do anything to him. So very strange. But anyway, thank you to Mutua for, for, for the commentary. Very, very interesting. Um, I do have another <laughs> reaction to our episode, which I'll share just after this. Guys, it's Lewis. I believe that um, the directors and the writers have um, a good plan that's going to surprise us all. I'm sure we still have like eight or six episodes left 
I believe you guys that have read the book should give us like more details on on certain scenes because they are a bit confusing, you know. But anyway, I'm sure we maybe we, we all really need to like rewatch all the the previous episodes um, to to be able to understand um, certain scenes. <laughs> Louis, my friend, there's only three episodes left, not six to eight. So they need to move really fast with the story you don't have time to waste now so you you i think you will get a lot of value in in um in in some of the commentary that tabang makes in the in in the episodes because tabang and actually tula have both what um read the books so they'll have very um they'll be very helpful um in in explaining some of some of the scenes that you may not understand but thank you so so much for for listening to the podcast lewis lewis is all the way in the uae guys so man the night's watch is global <laughs> so we also have uh pal who hasn't been on the show for the last two weeks so pal also sent in um her reactions to um the battle of winterfell and this is what she had to say my thoughts on episode three is that i don't think it needed to be as long as it was to be honest i think a lot of the things that were in the episode were not necessary they felt to me just like a way to sort of fill up the time and to fill up the screen and to impress us with you know oh look what we can do you know we can have this dragon firing blue fire at people or whatever else and you know aria running away from whites in the library and that for me didn't really work i felt like it could have been shorter i think it could have been tighter then it would have been more effective it did drag on in parts for me um in terms of i mean i hate to be that person but the <laughs> the darkness it actually felt so re- <laughs> so obvious you know i'm like we're not children we get it we get it it's the long night it's dark white white and all of that it literally does not need to be that dark where i can barely see what's happening and i'm sorry cinematographer dude i'm not going to readjust my television because you told me to that's not happening you know it's tv and it can be cinematic but it also has to be realistic and so i didn't enjoy that dark uh picture and another negative for me was the the deaths were they felt like a bit of a cop out for me they really 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 did and i really didn't enjoy how fion's redemption was forced down our throats even though it did make me cry and it obviously then you know the effect it worked how the directors and the writers wanted it to and those are my drawbacks about that episode but i think those the last 20 minutes where that beautiful piano music starts playing where there's no barely any dialogue i mean i don't know if it was 20 minutes it could have been 10 but you know when it's a piano music and there's no dialogue it redeemed the episode for me i really enjoyed it i thought it was so beautiful i thought it was so skillful i thought it was artistic it felt intelligent it was emotion without having to force it at you you know it was just so stunning and that's when really my heart began to feel like oh my goodness okay for real this is like this is life or death whereas before it felt just a bit too gladiatory and i didn't like that and it definitely was not like yes i get it was inspired by the battle in lord of the rings was it the second lord of the rings the two towers movie excuse me if i get it wrong but it definitely was not that epic it was a bit much for me but when it when it 
calmed down and it became pure emotion. It became the reality staring everybody in the face of, oh my goodness, y'all are going to die. And when you could see people were giving up, they're running out of options, they're running out of strength. That was amazing for me. That was amazing to watch. And I thought that they did a really, really, really good job. Those past 20 minutes are among the best thing Game of Thrones has ever given us. And that is high praise because that is a show of very good quality. So I thought that was fantastic. I did actually enjoy the, the, the demise of the Night King, even though I know a lot of people felt like it was a cop-out. But for me, I thought it was really wonderful, actually, that you... That, it felt almost like a bit of an analogy where in life there can be so many things that you stress over and are waiting for and and you know you're freaked out by and there's a you know whatever it is and it's big and it's big and it's big and it's a big event and it is epic but then it also just sort of dies <laughs> as quickly or much much quicker than it came if you know what i mean because i think that not, not everything needs to be wrapped up neatly in a package and it was like yeah okay here's the night king he's gonna kill bran or whatever he's gonna do to bran because we, i mean bran said the night king was gonna kill him i actually don't i mean sure he had his he was about to reach for his sword but i don't think that that necessarily means he was gonna kill him but anyway, and I'm also going according to what the Night King himself was tweeting about the relationship between Bran and the Night King. But, and then when Arya then, you know, just see like um, the White Walker's like super thin hair, like it's barely has any hair moving. And you're like, oh my goodness, Arya's yeah, That was amazing. And I thought it was fine. I loved that. You know, it was like all, it was like all of that hype and then boom, he's dead. Bam, just like that. But I think that also that's not the end of that particular story next episode but anyway those are my thoughts on that episode okay thanks super super cool so thank you so much for that pal really appreciate your commentary um yeah so guys so that's it for this quick bonus episode i hope it has been as interesting to you as it has been for me it's been really interesting listening to um everyone's thoughts um after the show so we will be back again next week after watching episode four thank you so so much for all your interactions with us um all the, the 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 amazing feedback that you have been providing to us it's been really really amazing chatting to you on social media so when you do um chat to us please do not forget to use the hashtag the night's watch sa until we meet again next week uh, goodbye We have won the Great War. Now we will win the last war. We'll rip her out root and stem.